G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. Hey there, it's Timmy Manor and welcome back to the Spirit of Sport right here on 1170 SEN. Joining me tonight from his little sabbatical overseas, my co-host, Benjamin Little. Welcome back. Good to be back, guys. Thank you. You look good. You look tanned. Yeah. New haircut. Good on you. You look healthy. Good on you. Well done. Hey, but today's not about you. Uh, Our special guest this week, mate, after making his AFL debut in 2011 with the Gold Coast Suns, our guest will go on to play 11 years in AFL, racking up over 120 games for the Suns and Geelong Cats, as well as two games for Australia. Known as one of the most openly religious players in the AFL, we are so very lucky to have this guy on the show, Benny. Come on. It's, uh, it's, it's, a, it's a good one. Our guest on the Spirit of Sport is a former AFL player, Zach Smith. Zach, thanks for joining us. Hey, guys. Thank you. <laughs> Great intro. Jeez, well done. 11 uh, years. Appreciate that. 11 years in the AFL. How's the, how's the body? Yeah. Um, <laughs> the body's uh, it's pretty reasonable, to be honest. Um, obviously, uh, you have your wear and tear, and then also I had quite a few significant injuries. So, um, yeah, I'm only 12 months post um, finishing in the game, so still working through a couple of things. But overall, I'm pretty happy. I'm still able to play a little bit of sport, um, team sport and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, it's good. Oh, so your body still works. It's not broken. It's yeah, not completely <laughs> broken. How's yours? <laughs> yeah, mate. I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm actually surprised how well it, it pulled through. I, the last year or two of my career, I was, mate. Every morning was a just getting down the stairs was a mission. And it's yeah. funny as soon as you stop putting your car in a your body in a car accident every week, you, your body yeah. starts appreciating it. And I um yeah, I'm, I feel great, mm-hmm. um, mate. You're at that stage now. Recently retired. Um, yeah, there's a lot of changes going on. Um, firstly, what what made you make the call to to hang him up? Yeah, look, it, it just came down to um, physically and mentally. I was just getting exhausted. Um, and I ended up playing um, a few games uh, in my last season. And I just found the game so, so hard um, compared to even 12 months before. And I think that there was a few things that went into it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I had a few um, bad injuries and stuff and, um, yeah, basically just exhausted. And I was like, what am I doing? Am I, am I just delaying um, the inevitable? Um, because I, might, I may have been able to squeeze one more year out, but I was like, no, nah, I'm just going to jump into my next, um, even though I didn't know exactly what that was. Um, and took the plunge, mate, and decided to, to hang up the boots. And how's the, how's the plunge been? How's the transition into... Uh, your next season of life been? Oh, look, it's been um, challenging, to be honest. Um, I knew there were going to be challenges. Um, I think I was pretty prepared for that. Um, but also, I, I wasn't as prepared as what I thought I was. Um, yeah. yeah, certainly there's been some ups and downs uh, over the past 12 months. Um, but it's also been really rewarding. I've got two really young kids. Um, and another one not very far away. Congrats. So it's been really nice to um, be around them a lot more the last 12 months. Um, and sorry, truck just went past. Um, and, and just pour into family um, yeah. because 
I find that being an elite athlete, it's just so selfish. And oh yeah, I just, <laughs> I really, I really, I just really battled with that with my personality. Um, and yeah, I just, I just had enough of thinking about myself twenty four seven. So, <laughs> and then that was probably another piece of the puzzle that made me, made me retire as well. Yeah, you mentioned the the predictable challenges. What were some of the um, surprising challenges that you faced in the last year? Yeah, I suppose um, just yeah, just not knowing how much I would miss that that environment. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I I just thought that I'd be you know stepping out. I'm I'm still mates with all my all the players. Um, oh, it'd be fine, but. Yeah, actually, when you step out of that environment, you obviously don't see your mates every single day, so you have to really make an effort. Um, and sometimes that can be hard um, yeah. with a young family. Um, so I, I think relationship-wise um, is probably what I'm getting at that I didn't expect to be as hard. Um, so just staying connected with my close mates at the club, I've had to put in more effort, yeah. which is which is probably what everyone else in the real world has to do. But um, we're just fortunate enough, you know, during your, um, your, your career, you can, you can you literally see your mates every single day um, without even really putting in any effort. Yeah. Um, so that, that was definitely um, surprising. Yeah. There's a commonality there too. Like you, when you're playing with your mates, it's not hard to – like your teammate becomes your mate straight away because – one, yeah. you've got a lot of common interests. You, you know, you play a sport. You get in the trenches together. You train hard together, and very quickly, even a, a new player to a team, within a week, you guys are very close. And yeah, that's yeah. it. Kind of fast forward that process in the real world. You know, to, to build a friendship, it's a you know, it's a longer process. Um, but yeah, yeah you're right. Yeah. It's, and it's that banter. It's that you know, teasing each other in the changes. That stuff that doesn't happen very often outside that environment. So it's adjusting to understanding mm-hmm. that. Okay, well. That's been a big part of my life. I've got to learn to understand that, you know, it's not always going to be around. Um, yes. Yeah. And, yeah, you, know, you, you talk about, yeah, the, the mental challenges, of, I guess, of, you know, shifting gears or out of an environment mm. that you were in. Um, how about physically? Are you still state active? Are you still training? Yeah, yeah. So I did take um, a couple, um, or well, I took a little while off, to be honest, after I finished just to give my body a rest. Um, but yeah, I'm still, still active. Um, I did play a little bit of, um, like country footy, uh, yeah, last year played a handful of games actually for a team up in Cairns. Um, they were kind of screaming out for some help and they just reached out to me and I was like, yep, let's, let's do it. Are you you up there now or where, where are you living now? I'm actually on the Gold Coast, but they offered just to help, um, fly me up and, um, and play a few games. So I ended up playing. Uh, eight or nine games over the course of the season, yeah. um, and I, I just flew up to play, and um, it was actually really, really good to stay connected to the game. I think I think that's another thing that um, had helped me kind of over the last twelve months because I wasn't going to play, um, and I wasn't going to be involved in footy really at all. Um, but to stay connected at some level in the game, I, I suppose helped me mentally a little bit. Um, yeah. And I didn't realise that until I actually started playing and being in that team environment just um, every two or three weeks. Um, yeah, yeah. So that was really cool. So, yeah, so still still staying pretty active. I think it's just really important for me um, as an overall um, 
uh, holistic health, health-wise, physically and mentally. Um, yeah, it's something I've done for so long. Um, so yeah, certainly haven't dropped the ball yeah, totally the, in that area. But it's yeah, the, it's, the reason I ask, it's just hard to find the time as well. Yeah, yeah so the, the reason I ask is because I think that that helped me with the transition because I felt like our whole life is so structured. You know, you had you got told where we talk about that selfish aspect of being an athlete, but you told everything's about you, where, how much sleep you get, you know, you know, mm. making sure you're eating the right food. But then also that structure you yep. have as an athlete, you, where to be, what time to be there, what to wear, um, what to do. Yep. And I felt for me, training was a good way just to have a bit more um, structure in my life as well. So I knew that I'm not, I feel, I feel like a lot of guys that just do nothing for the next four or five years after they retire, they really struggle with that mentality because they're so used yeah. to being active. And then now not only are they not in that environment, they're also physically struggling as well. Um, yes, yeah, it's the structure and the, and the physical side of things. Yeah. yeah. All right, so we've talked about mental side, the physical side. How about the spiritual side of it? So obviously, you know, you've been pretty vocal about, you know, your your, your faith and, and your walk with God. How do you find, um, one, how did you find navigating that through your career, you know, in a professional sporting environment, mm. um, you know, being a Christian in that, in that environment? How did you find that? Yeah, look, um, it's obviously changed over the years um, and like everything does, but I... I, um, early days, um, like I really became a Christian when I was 19 yeah. and I, that's when I basically just started playing footy. Um, and still at 19, you don't really, well, most people, I, I think from my opinion, don't really still know who they are and, and what they're about and they're still finding their feet in life. And, um, I was probably a little bit the same. So I, I kind of kept it to myself a little bit, um, just kind of went under the radar and, um, just went about it that way and then I think as you as I grew older um, I became more confident um, in who I was and who God tells me I am and I just it didn't matter um, really who I wasn't ashamed obviously at all, at all um, of it um, so I just grew more and more confident and then as um, other um, people in my life um, and, and players at, at, the, at the footy clubs I was involved in, um, we some players had the same beliefs. Um, so we just being involved with people with the same beliefs um, really helped me along the journey as well. Um, so we, we got together um, quite regularly once a week um, and caught up and just reflected on, on who, we were, who we were and um, yeah, chatted about a lot of different things. Um, so yeah, certainly over the journey, um, that's evolved and, um, become more confident, um, which is really cool to how, reflect on. How were you introduced to, to this journey at 19? Well, I, I grew up going to church. Yeah. Um, my whole, where my whole family, um, we went to a Baptist church and look, to be honest, it's. I don't see it as, um, from my point of view, I don't see it as a religion. I see it as a relationship. Um, and I probably saw it as a religion, something you had to do or, um, you know, you got told all these rules and um, I just didn't like that. Um, yeah. So I kind of went to church for um, my, for relationships where I just, just to see friends. Mm. Went to a youth group on a Friday night. So I grew up in that environment, but I just really didn't know who God was or what he was about, um, didn't have a relationship with him and I just didn't like church, to be honest. Um, 
and then I moved to the Gold Coast. I was a little bit older, um, and then a friend invited me to uh, a church on the Gold Coast, and um, that's where things changed. I just had a moment of of silence um, with God, and um, he kind of just revealed a little bit more about himself, and um, and that's when I was like, yeah, I do want to be a part of this because I... I know what it's about now. It's actually being in a relationship with him. It's not about a set of rules that you yeah. have to follow and do and um, go to this church that tells you you have to do sort of things a certain way. Um, so that that's kind of where things changed, yeah. And you mentioned um, catching up with, with a small group uh, weekly just to kind of flesh out your faith and um, share experiences and have that accountability together. It seems like such yeah. a powerful... Um, you know, little social construct for anyone trying to make progress in any area mm. of life. What were some of the benefits mm. for you of having that that tight knit group that you could be open and honest with? Yeah, I, I think that was exactly it. Just being open and honest with each other, and um, being able to dive into you know what you're struggling with, um, or um, just reflecting um, on what you've what you've been through, um, you know, basically telling each other stories to each other um, and then on a weekly basis. Um, and then, you know, we we got so close. We would um, pray together before games, um, which is one of the highlights of my career, to be honest. It was, um, it was a really special time um, to be able to do that. Um, and we we're very fortunate to be able to do that. You mentioned um, learning more about who God says you are and what God says about you. Um, just for everyone listening, it might sound like a simple question for you now, but what are what are some of those standout things that you've been able to learn about about yourself and your relationship with Him? Well, yeah, he just I think it's how you treat other people, um, treat others the way you would like to be treated. Mm. Um, I love others. Um, for me, it's He's just so relational. It's all about um, people and relationships. Mm. Um, and uh, all throughout um, the Bible, he or Jesus was the exact same. He came down and didn't matter who you were, no matter what you've done, no matter what you believed in, uh, Jesus just loved people um, and served people. Um, so I try and reflect that in my day-to-day life. Um, yeah. Hey, man, it's so good. Um, I, th- I think I remember you coming down to a conference once, but did you play with uh, Gary Ablett up there? Yeah, yeah. And, and how did Yeah, he... I did come down to Hillsong, yeah. And, yeah, yep. and how did you find, you know, obviously having a lead, like a, like a leader in the team um, with a similar faith, did that have much of an effect on your ability to, I guess, be vocal and and um, be so transparent with your faith? Oh, massively. Um, you know, Gaz and I are still really close friends, um, and he he was a part of that group I was talking about, um, and he was a real inspiration for me because he um, was a little bit older, um, so I could really look at someone who'd gone through a similar thing and learn from, I suppose, what he'd been through. Um, mm. So... To have someone to look up to like that was was just just incredible, um, and we're you know we were so fortunate that we uh, crossed paths and were able to 
to go through some of that stuff together. Um, and, you know, we're still in group chats today that, um, you know, we'll just send each other encouraging scriptures or, or messages. Um, so it wasn't just about those few years. It's going to be awesome. a real lifelong relationship and encouragement for each other, So which is yeah. really cool. Well, don't underestimate the, what you have done in your career as well because it's amazing how much of an impact this thing has generationally because I look at, you know, for example, you probably won't know, but Jason Stevens, who was a Christian athlete um, yep. when I was a kid, and he, he caught a bit of flack and he, he had some fun with it about, you know, waiting until he's married to have sex and all that stuff was yeah. was really, you know, um, taboo. Like people never really spoke about their faith early on because just the environment in sport at the time was if you said you're a Christian, you had the spotlight on you and all of a sudden everyone was yeah. just waiting to critique you. And then along yes. came people like Steve-O who were vocal and the best thing about it is they said, we're not, I'm not perfect. Like I'm not claiming to be perfect. I'm, I'm a Christian. I love, I love Jesus, but I'm not saying that I'm a perfect human. And then yep. that kind of gave us, you know, the next generation confidence to speak about our faith and, you know, pray before games and on field. And, and then yep. people like you, like, so you talk about Gary and Gaz, like Gaz helping you be you know, confident with your faith. But then there's all these young kids that would have seen you be vocal that are going to be stronger for it. And, you know, you fast forward yeah. a couple of generations and it's so powerful what you have done with your stance. Um, what what does the next chapter look like for you? So you talked about you know you're retiring recently. What's what's the future look like? Yeah, look, I'm currently uh, in terms of what I'm doing with my time at the moment, I um, I'm actually currently got a role at a big Christian college up on the Gold Coast. Um, I'm working uh, part time there and I'm just trying to have an impact. Again, it's just so relational, just on people. Um, there's yeah. it's a big school and People, people are hurting. People are struggling, particularly um, adolescent kids. Um, they're just crying out for mentors, and um, that's just what I'm trying to do at this school. Um, a part of my role is um, a bit of coaching, um, but then also mentoring. So I just just get beside the kids, build relationships, um, talk about what they're going through, and if I can help them in any way, that's that's what I try and do. Um, and then. Um, just family time at the moment. So three kids just around the corner, mate. So, oh wow! Um, just, just, <laughs> just, what, just what, what are the ages of your kids? Four, two, and then one two in three weeks. Oh, so, you're yeah. in the thick of it. You're in the the, yeah. the glory days. Yeah, I'm still in the fog. I'm definitely in the fog. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you're being refined, mate. You're being refined. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're a precious gold. <laughs> I was. Yeah, um, hopefully. I've only, got, I've only got two, but I um I was where you were a, about eighteen months ago, and it's a it's yeah. a challenging place to be. I can only imagine what the third one on the way is like. Benny's got three as well. So Benny's, Benny's a veteran. Yeah. Any, any words of wisdom, oh. Benny, for a uh, yeah. for <laughs> Well, someone said to me. Now, sorry to go serious for a second. No, nah, someone just said to me, um, it, it it is the hardest time of your life. Like it, it's supposed <laughs> to be. And I was like, no, oh, okay, no. cool. Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. all right. Well, if everyone else, yeah. yeah. That's so encouraging. Yeah. Well, it's, it's only going to get better. I just thought it's only going to get better from here, and everyone else struggled. Oh, good. It. Yeah, so that actually helped yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Thanks. No, 100%. Like, you're, not, you're certainly not the only one to say that, by the way. It's, um, like, and, and the big thing for me is that I've got so many friends who are going through the same thing. So it's like, oh, we're all here. We're all in it together. Yeah, um, yeah. And it's, it is. And one big thing is it, it, 
I get told it just goes so quick, and you can I can see that with my four year old already. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's just going to be over before we know it. And there's so many good special moments that you just want to be in the moment for. Um, yeah. But yeah, it's going to be tough. <laughs> yeah, I um, yeah, I, Ben, I've just I'm back on the same topic about you know how challenging it is. Yeah, I also do think it's it's amazing how much of a reward it is as well. I, I remember when I was not single, but I was married, hadn't had a kid yet. I used to have coffees with all the senior players before training and they would say these yeah. horror stories, you know, like I haven't slept a wink in two nights and the baby's having tantrums and screaming and teething. And, but with subconsciously, without even realising, they'd always finish off by saying, but yeah, it's the best thing you'll ever do. Yeah. As long as they're yeah. trying to clear their conscience, like they just yeah. said such negative things about their yeah. children. Like, it's the best thing you'll ever do. Yeah. Um, it's, but, um, yeah. It, it, I just found it like, I was just so oblivious to it because like when I... First got to the Suns, there were older players there that had kids. Um, and I just, like, you, you didn't know what they were going through when they got home. Like, yeah. you, I, it's, it's a massive balance being, um, I take my hat off to, to anyone, but particularly, like, you know, from, from my point of view in our industry, like, you just having a crack at training. And then if you're going home to, like, three young kids, whew, it's, uh, and some of the players are doing that, but I just was so oblivious to it. Yeah, that's so right. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah. Oh, man. And it's, it's great that you're actually getting involved in you know, helping young people out as well, though, because that's the, the platform you had as a player, it's, it gives you that voice. And I'm not saying that not everyone has a voice, but you know, young kids mm-hmm. listening to you talk and knowing that you've, you know, you've played over a decade and at the top grade, it does help have that impact on people. And I love to hear mm-hmm. stories of people that are using that platform to make a difference. Um, what are you going the biggest challenges facing the young people these days? I feel like it is. It's everything kind of ties back to identity, um, and knowing who you are and what you want to do. Um, I think that that's that's just a massive thing. Kids are just kind of kids are just lost. Um, they don't really know, yeah, who they are. Um, and I think I think certainly that's that's the biggest thing I'm seeing and. And, and I'm not just saying that that's in kids either. That's just that's just across the board. Um, and I found that when I left footy uh, and when athletes, um, and I know my mates have gone through it, they do have a bit of an identity crisis because they they tie their identity to what they're doing. Um, and you know, in in my case, or or an athlete's case when, when their sport kind of gets cut off or and that's gone, it's like, well, yeah. well who am I? Like, um, you know, you, you were Zach, Zach Smith, the South or footballer, but now you're just kind of Zach Smith. But um, so I think, yeah, identity is, is the biggest thing um, just as a general population that, that's, that we're struggling with. I love that. I love it. And it's... Yeah, you can kind of dig a bit deeper, but the social media phenomenal mm. that happens as well, and, yeah. and 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 kids trying to find identity in that. Um, yeah. But going back to the, the topic of sport, though, you're so right. I, th- I found so often with athletes that have all their eggs in one basket, they they just uh, they're a footy player. That's all they are. They don't they don't know what they are outside of yeah. that. And when they lose that, yeah. even if they're still playing, if they get injured or that you know they're, they're off contract, a lot of times they really struggle mentally because they don't they can't figure out who they are without it. Um, yes. and I guess that's yeah. why it's so amazing to have the, you know, the hope and the faith we do have is because God's called us yeah. and we know that we're on, we're in this, on this earth for more than just to, you know, tick a box, um, 
get a job, play some sport, and then die. Like, you know, we're here for so much more than that. And um, yeah. it's that yeah. hope that I'm exactly we're so right. lucky to have. Benjamin, mm-hmm. yeah. Benjamin, in your in your years as a as a youth pastor, Benny, yeah, do you reckon it's shifted? Like, like how how is a youth pastor or someone that deals with you know, young teens these days? How's that changed? You reckon over the last ten years? Yeah, I think a lot of the, the I think a lot of the big blocks are the same, but the um, definitely the 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 social media, the internet, the phone thing it's just a new element. Yeah, that we just have to give young people the tools in how to um, adequately deal with it and. Have it, have have them function with it in a way that they use it. It doesn't use them, and that's actually yeah. that's actually quite hard if you don't frame it for young people. So yeah, that's, yeah. that would be the big shift. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man, I, yeah. I heard a youth pastor speak the other day at school, and he he um he said something that's still like kind of resonating with me. He said, "It's not who am I, it's whose am I." Oh, and that's good. it's. It's yeah, and I was like, oh man, it's so good. It's like it's who God says we are. Um, that's kind of that's obviously my faith and my um, belief. Um, so that's really helped we, me with my identity across the years. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this that I was like, oh man, it's so good. Yeah, I um I, I love that. Who's am I? And I think the key for Christians is to have that eternity mindset. Like I um. Lost my brother Johnny when he was, you know, he was twenty one, but it was two thousand and fourteen. But it finally occurred to me how how fickle this earth is. Like we feel it's we've got it back to front as humans. We think that eternity is this you know short space that you know doesn't really exist, and Earth is so real. But when you actually think about it, like the reality is, Earth and the Bible says it's a vapor. Our lives are a vapor. But even if you live to be two hundred years old, compared to eternity, it's not like nothing. Um, so I think it's it's a healthy way for Christians to start looking at life and realizing, okay, yes, I'm on this earth, but there's a I've got eternity after this. So I've got to figure out while I'm here, how can I make the biggest impact? What can I do to help people? How can I show God's love as much as I can while I'm here? Um, and if you start living with that mentality, realizing that you know this is so temporary, it actually helps you have that idea of okay, whose am I? How can I make a difference today? Who can I impact? How can I make somebody happier? How can I show Jesus love to somebody in any way possible. Um, but that, that's that eternity mindset. Yeah, that's been, that's been um, huge for me, you know, making decisions today and in my, in my daily uh, walk with, with eternity in mind. It actually just brings a completely different perspective on, on all those decisions each day. Oh, well, you know, Mr. Smith, we are, we are, at a time, but I just wanted to one to say thank you so much for for joining us. You know, it's um, it's so refreshing to have someone be so comfortable and confident with their faith and talk about it so openly. But like I said earlier, what you've done generationally, you're not gonna we're not gonna realize the impact that people like you have had on the next generation of athletes and you know for years to come. But we're so grateful. I know, yeah, you, know, you, you got kids now as well. I got kids. I'm so grateful that this our kids are going to grow up in an environment where people like you made a stand to, to be vocal and strong in their faith because they're going to benefit from that down the track. And I just want to thank you for that. I want to wish you all the best uh, in your next yes. endeavours and uh, we'll be following closely to see how the next few years pan out for you, mate. But thanks so much for joining us, Zach. Uh, thanks so much for your time, guys. Really appreciate it. Appreciate Cheers, it. Mate. Best you, man. Sometimes needing new tyres can catch us by surprise. That's why tyre power gives you the power of zip pay and zip money. You can get what you need now, get back on the road safely and pay for it later. Terms and conditions apply. So visit tyrepower.com.au or call 13 91.